It is Sunday, May 8th in the NBA, and I'm back with my three best picks of the day. Yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Austin from Calling Our Shot. We have a special guest today. Get those brooms out, because boom, a 5-0 and sweep across the NBA and the MLB. Specifically for just the NBA, we had Jordan Poole over 21.5 points. He ends with 27. We had Drew Holiday under 7.5 assists. He didn't get close to it. I think he had three assists. So either way, our MLB plays absolutely do the queen sleep as well. Those MLB plays are posted before this one. So definitely go check out that video. We also cashed our two same game parlays. Hopefully you guys tailed. We had the one with Drew Holiday and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then we had the one with uh, John Morant and Jordan Poole both getting 25 plus points. A great day. Hopefully you tailed and you made some money. If you are new to the call on our shot channel, that's what we do over here. Hopefully we're helping you guys make some money. If you want to hit that subscribe button down below, we certainly would appreciate it. As we're closing in on 33,000 subscribers and we're going to do a 33,000 subscriber parlay giveaway. So definitely make sure you're locked in. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. See if we can hit, I don't know, 600 likes today. Also comment down below your favorite bet for today's slate in the NBA. Obviously we have two games on and if we did help you make some money, we really would appreciate it if you consider becoming a COS All-Star. It's our YouTube membership. Only costs $2.99 a month. That's less than the price of coffee, less than the price of some dumb parlays people are posting out there. We really would appreciate it. And you get some cool extra perks like getting our plays an hour early, sometimes even more than an hour early. So if you're interested, click that join button on the channel, click the link in the description, or click the link in the pinned comment. We certainly would appreciate it. And I'll shout you out in the next episode. Like all these people, our newest all-stars, we got Jason, we got Peyton, we got Juanita, we got Rondell. I think we got Jonah. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And we got Nick. Thank you guys all so much for supporting the community. You guys are the real MVPs. We can't do without all those new all-stars and all the existing all-stars. Thank you guys all so much. Now, last but not least, we do have a cool sign-up bonus with BetMGM. Basically, if you sign up using the link in the description, you kind of follow the little details. I think you post like you put $10 on either Suns or the Mavericks money line. And if Devin Booker hits a three, you get $200 worth of free bets. If going to be honest, you're going to get the $200 regardless of if Booker hits a three or not. So they normally honestly give you the, the free bets before the game even starts. So definitely check it out. Follow the details in the description. All new existing users or all new all new users for BetMGM. Just follow the description. You'll know exactly what I mean. So take advantage of that. Now let's talk about Booker. We're not talking about him today, but we're going to go to the Suns Mavericks game. It is the first game on the slate. 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. And not, we're not taking Booker today, but we're taking his teammate. And yesterday we made amends. We extended an olive branch to Drew Holiday and he cashed out for the call in our shot community. So we're doing that again today because this is the guy that's really wronged us a lot this in the past two seasons. We're taking DeAndre Ayton. I'm taking this over. 17 and a half points, minus 104 on FanDuel. Now, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with Ayton because I honestly love him as a player. I think he's very talented. I love watching him at Arizona. The problem is sometimes he doesn't apply himself, and that is normally where we got wrong. We would take his overs, and he wrongs us and gives us a size, hey, here's eight points. But today, he's not going to hurt us. I promise you that. Now, Aiton has gone under this line in two straight games, which honestly, we love to see. You don't want a guy that's been going over every single time because then it's just a trap and a half taking his over. But in game two, we saw him with foul trouble. He only played 18 minutes, scoring nine points in that one. Game three, he finished 16 points on six of 12 shooting. So he was just a bucket away. We need 18 points. This is a guy that shoots, he went 50% from the field in game three. Look, this guy averaged 63% from the field in the regular season. He's been absolutely crushing it in the postseason. I think he crushes it today. Now, the Mavericks made it pretty clear in game three. You know what? We're fine losing anyone not named Devin Booker or Chris Paul. And they made that pretty clear, throwing double teams at them. And they are going to need other guys to step up. 
You know, am I taking like a guy like Jay Crowder's over in points today, or maybe even over in assists as well? Now, look, we look at Mr. Uh, Aiton. He's got a big size mismatch here versus Dwight Powell, who's going to play, I don't know, three minutes in the game. And then he's got Maxi Kleber on him the rest of the game. And Maxi Kleber, a decent defender, much shorter than DeAndre Aiton. He can shoot right over him. And we looked at game three, Aiton missed several easy opportunities. He had a couple mid-ranges mid -ranges he missed. He missed a couple tip-ins, which would have gotten him over this 18-plus points, which is what we need today. Now, prior to those last two games, Aiton over not only only in one, not two, not three, not four, but five straight playoff games before this, these last two. Then he gets back to that in this game. Now, Aiton is over this line in 13 of his last 21 playoff games. So the proof is in the pudding. He should be able to do it today. And look, I don't see him getting into a lot of foul trouble today. I mean, they do like to switch him on to Luka, but he was good. He had zero fouls in their last game. I think we'll get back to that. My only minor concern here is one, if the field goal attempts aren't there, sometimes Aiton is just like, nah, I don't feel like shooting today. Or two, you know, he, the Suns just are like, we're seeing Devin, Devin Booker shooting 150 times, which which happens. But I think they're going to get double teamed, whether that's Booker or CP3. Should see a lot of open mid-ranges for DeAndre Aiton, and I think he gets it done. He does average a little bit less points per game on the road, but not worried about it. I think Aiton gets it done. The centers, centers against the Mavs were absolutely feasting against him this season. I think Aiton gets it done. We're taking his over, 17 and a half points. I haven't projected closer to 20 Hurt me good, Aiton. I'm riding with you today. Now, I'm not going to do the same game parlay. We're just going to move on right into that Heat versus Sixers game because I actually got two plays in this one, which you know is rare. Let's talk about the first one. We're going James Harden. We're taking his under 9.5 assists, minus 130 on DraftKings. I'm going to be honest. Why is this line 9.5? I truthfully think it should be 8.5, and, and I don't mind it at that line either. But we look at the series so far. We've seen James Harden kind of struggle. I don't mind his under in points, which are slowly lowering it, lowering. I think it's like 19 and a half today, but Harden, six, nine, and five assists this series. So under in all three games, one of the games he did finish on the hook, but then get a little bit lucky in that game. Now this season, the Heat gave up the third fewest assists per game overall to opposing teams and the seventh fewest to opposing point guards. Not a team getting abused, giving up a ton of assists. We obviously know. You will see the final scores in these games. Super low scoring game. Forgot to check the over under for this game. I'd be willing to bet it's in the low, low 200s. Now, we look at Harden under this line in 18 of his last 25 playoff games, so we love to see that. He's also the under this line in five straight versus the Miami Heat. Obviously, games one, two, and three were three of those games. The other two games were in the regular season when he had seven and eight assists, not getting close to this line. Now, he's also not a guy that's averaging, averaging a ton of assist chances. That's why we took Drew Holiday's under an assist yesterday. And just because he had seven assists in one game, he's not averaging a lot of assist chances. Only nine assist chances last game with Joel Embiid in the lineup. So you only have nine. You're not going to get this 10 assists that he needs to ruin us. But in the series as a whole, when we think about it, Embiid was missing some of those games. Only 12 assist chances across these three games. So he's going to have to get 10 assists. It's going to be hard to do against a very, very good Miami Heat defense, as we all know. Now, we look at that series against the Trey Young when they had Trey Young. Trey Young didn't even get 10 plus assists, and he was the guy that didn't elite, or he was second in the NBA in, in assists per game behind Chris Paul. He had the most assists overall combined across all games. So since the All-Star break, which happened in mid-February, only six players, just six, have had 10-plus assists versus Miami Heat defense. That All-Star break was in mid-February. So they've been a very good team at limiting opposing assists. And look, like I said, Trey Young didn't even break 10-plus assists in their whole series. They were double-teaming him nonstop. So I believe this hot line is a little bit too high. If it's a trap, then so be it. I'll take it. Give me the under 9.5 assists. Obviously, Tyrese Maxey handled the ball a lot. Tobias Harris actually had a lot of assist chances last game. And obviously, Joel Embiid's going to get his own post-ups and isolation plays. Give me James Harden, under 9.5 assists. Now let's move on to my second play in this game, which is rare. Joel Embiid over 10.5 rebounds, minus 124 on FanDuel. If you've been tracking my plays this postseason, you know a couple different things. Number one, 
We don't ever do. We hardly ever go over two plays a day to NBA. The playoffs lines are super sharp. I really don't like forcing a ton of plays. I'd rather, you know, leave money on the table than, than you know, lose some money. But, and number two, I really don't like taking two plays in one game. We really don't do that. So it's rare, but I think this line is too good to pass up. We have to take it over 10 and a half rebounds, minus 124 in FanDuel. Look, this is disrespectful. This line should at least be 11 and a half. Now, in Embiid's return, he hit the over. He had 11 rebounds. He had 19 rebound chances. So definitely some room to grow there. He could have gotten more of those, gotten 12 or 13 rebounds, which is what we want to see today. Now, we did see Tobias Harris grab a lot of rebounds, 10 rebounds in that one. And Harden also grabbed eight, which are both over their respective lines. I believe Tobias Harris's line is seven and a half. Harden's is six and a half. So they do expect those guys to take a decline. And I think Embiid might see, I don't know, 12, 13 rebounds today. Now, I understand. In that game, he played 36 minutes. And, you know, we arguably probably would have played more if that game were even closer. He got, what, subbed out with the last couple minutes as they were up by 20 points. So they can beat approaches, you know, 40-ish minutes today if this game's a little bit closer, which I imagine it will be. Now, we also, I do have to recognize he doesn't have a nagging hand injury. So that could lead to a little bit less rebounds. But we know Bam Adebayo, he's going to go after it and go after some offensive rebounds. Embiid needs to box him out and go grab some rebounds. And I think he will do just that today. We know Bam Adebayo. Not a guy that's got a really big outside shot. He's not shooting three-pointers. Maybe one day he will, but he's mostly shooting mid-ranges, which Embiid can contest those and go get the rebound, which I think he can do today. Now, look at Embiid over this line in five of seven playoff games this year. So pretty solid. I believe his two misses. One, he ended with 10. I don't remember the other one. I think he ended with eight, and that was against the Raptors. Now, Embiid over this line in all four matchups versus Miami this year, and none of them were even really close besides that 11 rebounds in game three. I think he had 12, 14, 15 rebounds in the other matchups. Adding icing on top of that, he had his hit this over in 12 straight games versus the Miami Heat with 25 plus minutes played. Now, if you look at his whole game log, there were two games he went under. He played like 24 and 25, maybe less. I think 24 and 24 minutes in both those games. So the fact that he's playing and hitting this over really consistently against the Miami Heat, I love to see that. And he's going to play well over 35 minutes today, if we're being honest. Now, Embiid has 11 plus rebounds in 19 of his last 25 games with 35 plus minutes played. I believe the 35 plus minutes is more of a floor for Embiid today. I think he's going to play a lot more minutes unless they're somehow getting blown out, which I don't see them doing that at home, or he's in foul trouble, which I also don't see. He's going to have to hold it down on the defensive side of the ball. We obviously know how bad their defense was in the paint when Embiid was not there. Just look at Bam Adebayo's points in this series. I don't mind his over at 11 and a half if you get that plus value, but... We'll be taking that. We'll be riding with it. So my three plays of the day, Joel Embiid over 10.5 rebounds. We're taking James Harden under 9.5 assists. And we're taking DeAndre Ayton over 17.5 points. Those are my three plays of the day. Not going to give you any leans. I didn't really look at too much today. And I'm not going to give you a same-game parlay. Although our two were pretty hot yesterday. I really don't like betting on these two games in terms of same-game parlays. I don't really trust, you know... You know, some games Chris Paul's going crazy with assists. Some games he's going crazy with points. I don't trust it at all. I take probably a lot more unders in the same game parlay, which it's kind of hard to take earlier on in the day. So those are my three plays of the day. Let me know your best bets down below in the description. Check out our MLB best bets on the screen, which we also swept in yesterday's slate as well. We appreciate you guys as always for tuning into the community. And we will see you guys again tomorrow. Probably we'll have the videos live later on Sunday night. This has been Austin. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.